eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, what's good? Welcome back to another edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for joining us. A reminder, a lot of really good content over at 247sports.com. If you want the latest VIP recruiting scoop on your favorite team, make sure you check out your favorite team site or check out all our national analysts over at 247 Sports. We've got one of those national analysts, the director of recruiting for 247 Sports, Steve Wiltfong, on the line to preview some monster recruiting recruiting weekends coming up next month. Steve, we are less than four weeks away from official visits kicking off for the first time in in about 16 months. June's going to be wild, man. I mean, kids are chomping at the bit to go on campuses. There's going to be bus tours. People looking forward to taking a a big group of kids around from different parts of the country. There's going to be unofficials daily, officials on the weekend, officials during the week. We're going to be pretty busy at 24-7 Sports, keeping y'all up to date on it. You might need a second phone. Have we started to work on that yet? I used to laugh. Like, what's the second phone? Like, you still can only be on one at a time. Like, I saw some of these uh, analysts on TV that cover different sports with two two phones on the table. It's like, you don't need two phones. (laughs) Steve, don't knock it until you try it. We might have to get you a second one. So that first weekend is, let's kick off there. Let's start that preview there. Uh, We will run down 10 of the biggest official visit weekends on tap. And let's start with that June 4th official visit weekend. Two schools in the SEC set to kick things off with some pretty significant visitors on campus, Florida and Texas A&M. Now, I think a lot of college coaches around the, the, the country are going to be keeping a, a close eye on what's happening in Gainesville, what's happening in College Station, both of those weekends to see how things kind of play out and feel things out now that official visits are opening up. Yeah, I don't know how I, if I love like getting the first visit of the officials for some of these premier targets, but unless it's a kid within close proximity that you know you're going to get back, but you know, we'll see how that goes down the road. But obviously, you know, Florida has invested a lot in that weekend, June 4th, and and, and, and so has A&M. And I, I would imagine these lists will grow. Uh, A&M's just going to be busy every weekend, uh, uh, beginning with the 4th, uh, double-digit visitors coming in. Some of the notable names include Bryce Anderson, who at one point was an LSU commit that was trending towards A&M, that's now trending towards Texas. And Chris Marshall's trending towards A&M, but 
can USC or somebody else change that? You got you get your swing at Denver Harris, who's going to take an official to LSU and Alabama and Texas afterwards. Harold Perkins, the number one linebacker in the country. He came to College Station for the spring game. I imagine he'll be back down the road, but going to take his official that weekend. A lot of the same contenders there, Alabama, LSU, Florida. Oregon in there for for Perkins. Isaiah Satekna is a kid that's committed to A&M that's going to visit that weekend that I think is talking to Arkansas and USC. So, you know, we'll see what happens with him and trying to keep him in the fold as A&M shoots for a fourth straight top 10 class. Then you go over to Gainesville and it's, uh, you know, Walter Nolan coming in, Florida looking to make a move on the likes of Alabama and, and, and Georgia. LSU for him. O'Marion Hampton is a running back I like a lot for North Carolina. I like the Tar Heels going into these visits. I need to be more diligent with some of my pulse pick crystal balls. So I'm going to log one for Hampton today um, in, in favor of the Tar Heels. Uh, but Tyler Booker, as they battle Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State for him, Jihad Campbell's a rise. Gentry Williams, Oklahoma, USC. The, 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 he's a five-star athlete. That week at, at Florida is just uh, kind of a monster, Blair. The thing that stands out to me the most, and and you mentioned maybe not wanting to be the first official visit, but I think there's an exception with these two schools in particular because A&M finished fifth right in the college football playoff rankings. They just missed the cut behind Notre Dame. And then Florida was number seven uh, just behind Oklahoma and and A&M. So I think those two schools, had there been a traditional recruiting cycle, being able to get uh, recruits on campus while they were building towards that college football playoff race, while they were building that momentum on the field, they missed the opportunity to really open some eyes on the uh, off the field right in, in recruiting visits and and officials and and being able to meet with recruits face to face so i think they are in in a sense trying to strike while the iron's hot right i think they're still trying to capitalize on maybe some of that swing that they had during the season well there's a ton of momentum with a&m the aggies have the number seven class nationally if they can finish in the top five that'll be the second time in the four-year stretch where they went top 10 twice they'll be in the top five and I mean there's they're recruiting championship caliber and we're seeing it on the field uh and every position room they've they've really upgraded particularly on the defensive side of the ball in the secondary uh, they got a lot of difference makers on the defensive line they got playmakers uh in that receiver room and, and certainly in that running back room and and uh I, I think that there's a ton of buzz around A&M with the Gators, it's kind of status quo for what we've seen them seen them recruit. You know, they're they're probably tracking for another eight to fifteen class, which is pretty good nationally. Tends to still fall behind some of the the, the absolute heavyweights in your league. And yeah, you can in a season where they stole one, or I mean, stole is not the right word. They beat Georgia uh, pretty handily. They still lost four games. If you would have told told people before the season, hey, Florida's going to beat Georgia and lose four games, I think they would have been like, you're crazy. And I know at that point, Georgia was running Stetson Bennett out there, and, and it wasn't the same team that Georgia was at the end of the year. But I, I think that it's pretty status quo for both those programs, uh, A&M recruiting at what I think is is, is right there on the on the championship level and Florida just kind of staying in that lane where they're at, you know, where they're, they're a team that can win 10, 10, 11 and, and get to a new year six bowl. You know, we'll see what they're bringing in some guys this spring that could take them, uh, uh, take it up a notch in my opinion. So we'll see how these official visits go. 
We are joined by Steve Wilfong, the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports, and we are running down some of the top prospect visits on deck for the month of June, some monster official visit weekends. You can actually check out the content item over at 247sports.com. While Florida and A&M will kick things off the first weekend of June, the following weekend, it's going to be a pair of schools that met for the Rose Bowl uh, a few years back. That would be Penn State and USC, which right now look to be building towards really massive June 11 weekend visits. Well, Penn State, they have the number six recruiting class uh, in, in the country. And then USC, I feel like they have a flag planted all over the country right now. And, and they're in the lead group for a lot of guys. I don't know if I think they lead for a lot of those out-of-region guys, but they're certainly in the equation and they're going to get guys on campus and take their swing. And, and, and we'll see how it goes. For Penn State, I think a lot is uh, people call what they did last year a down a down year on the recruiting trail for them, but it was it was a smaller class. When you look at the average ranking per commit for Penn State, it was number three in in the Big Ten, which is roughly typically where they finish. They've they've finished number two uh, uh, before, but they're typically in that three range, uh, uh, recruiting some blue chippers and blending it with some high upside guys, and then developing them within their program where they've won eleven games three times uh, in the Franklin era and been close to the college football playoff. Uh, Penn State they're utilizing every Every weekend uh, in June, Blair, Coach Franklin and his staff get after it as hard as anybody on the trail. You look at that June 11th visit weekend and deny Dennis Sutton is the one that stands out to me. And, and, and similar to my point on O'Marion Hampton, I need to get a crystal ball in for Penn State on deny Dennis Sutton. So I'm going to do that when we hang up. So by the time people are listening to this, I will have that crystal ball in as well. But Nicholas Singleton is the coveted running back that's uh, from in-state that's visiting and there's a lot of buzz that they have a great shot at him and landing him as they you know go up against Alabama and Notre Dame among a couple others. Keon Saab is the number one athlete in the country five-star recruit from New Jersey that goes to IMG Academy. Georgia and Clemson are in a good spot. Penn State would, would need to make a move on, on those two, uh, just kind of my uh, uh, opinion. That's highlighting a couple of visitors headed to Happy Valley. You look at this June 11th group going to USC, and it kind of goes to my original point that they're in the lead. USC's in the lead group for a lot of guys, but I don't know if they, who they lead for uh, from this group. I'll tell you what, this kid, Nicholas Anderson, is a, a four-star composite receiver from Katy, Texas. There's a lot of good buzz on him. He's more of the uh, – there's some other receivers that are more prominently recruited out of the Lone Star State than him, uh, beginning with Evan Stewart. Uh, but this Nicholas Anderson has a ton of ability. He would be a big coup for USC. Notre Dame's in there for him. But Kristen Miller, you know, top two, four, seven defensive tackle. USC's in there because they battle, you know, Ohio State, Chris Marshall. A&M, Alabama, and some of those schools are in there. He's going to be out there that weekend. Bryce Anderson kind of trending towards Texas. A&M is, has been prominently in that. LSU just offered him for track. Texas has offered him for track. He's having a great track season. Michael Williams, I think he's going to commit soon. He's a Georgia native. Georgia and USC are his finalists. So it's going to be a tough one for USC, but you, you take your shot and you never know who's going to fall in love with, with LA. Earl Little's on the list. Uh, Bama Online Insider Hank South recently uh, crystal balled the blue chipper from Fort Lauderdale to, to Alabama. So we'll see if they can make a move. Uh, Blair, I don't know if you have an opinion on Darius Clemens. That's one guy who's visiting that you would think USC has a pretty good chance with, but I talked to a lot of sources uh, around a lot of different schools for Darius Clemens. And he's the type of young man that I think everyone feels good about where they stand with him because of just his his personality and and, and uh, just how nice of people him and his family are. Penn State's certainly way in that one. You got a, you got a vibe on Darius Clemens? 
Yeah, so a big time and dynamic receiver, and it does sound like Penn State has been holding steady as that front runner for for quite a long time. But I know, like you mentioned, a lot of schools are still making that push, and he's been open to some of those advances. And without the visits, without him being able to get on campuses, uh, there's been no real movement there. There's just a lot of interest, and I, I think he's just trying to find the best fit for him. I know he really likes what Penn State is able to do at the receiver position, but don't sleep on USC and don't sleep on them for receivers out west in particular and you mentioned nicholas anderson a little tidbit here we did get to see him at the under armor camp series stop in in dallas and i spoke to him afterward and and i got i got midwest vibes from him i i I heard notre dame and michigan quite a bit if he were to venture out west from the state of texas I, i i think usc has a shot but he seems more of a stanford type to me when i when i spoke to him so i know stanford doesn't really do official visits in june so he wants to commit before the season and if he does that uh it doesn't sound like this the cardinal might be in the picture so a lot to digest there and obviously we will be tracking all of this next month over at 24 7 sports we're going to be right back after the break with more on the official visits with Steve Wilfong. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've reached that point of the year where there's a lot, and I mean a lot, going on at once, which is why we wanted to tell you about the CBS Sports app and how it's not just the best scoring app for your phone, but it's also where you can get breaking news alerts, stories by us, standings, schedules, team pages, and all the sportsy digital stuff you are used to. And of course, if a game is airing on CBS, that means it's streaming on the CBS Sports app. Sounds easy, right? Well, download it or re-download it if it's got that little cloud logo next to it on your phone. And you know we love those five-star ratings, so don't hesitate to drop one for the app. Steve, so after the June 11 weekend, obviously is the June 18th weekend, and this one I think sounds and it looks like maybe the the most active one uh, across the country where there's going to be some heavy hitters. We got Notre Dame, Michigan, Georgia, and Oklahoma uh, also with Texas in there trying to lure and trying to attract as much talent on campus as possible. Well, is Oklahoma a legit contender to finish number one in in these rankings? Uh, If you look at it now, they have the number five class uh, in the country with an average ranking commit of 93.16. So that actually only trails that average ranking per commit is also top five nationally. So, and and we know you like your your rankings uh, average per commit. I mean, that's the that's the the patented Steve Wilfong stat. Well, I think that really tells you how talented your class is, especially if you're taking a smaller haul like, uh, you know, last year with with Penn State, you know, it's still on paper was more talented than some of their Big Ten peers that finished higher than them in, in the standings with, with the juice that they landed. And, and for Oklahoma, this is going to be a weekend that's going to dictate for them their true chances is at finishing number one. I mean, can they can they close out on, on Gavin Sawchuk, the number two running back in the 24-7 sports composite? He's a top 
50 overall recruit. Jake Taylor is a guy that I think is going to continue to move up our rankings on the offensive line. He's a guy that's extremely coveted by several schools. Uh, Alabama, Oklahoma, and Notre Dame are the players there. You and I both have Oklahoma. Crystal ball for him. The Sooners are leading on the crystal ball for Sawchuck, including my... Are you in on Sawchuck? I'm in on Sawchuck. Yes, sir. I think the the combination of, of Lincoln Riley and how they see him fitting in that offense, as well as the involvement of, of coach DeMarco Murray, puts the, the Sooners in a really good spot heading into the official visits for, for Gavin Sacha. Yeah, so closing some of those will you know be huge for Oklahoma to, for them to have staying power in the top five this year, and, and uh, it's going to be a big a big June for them. You know they're hosting guys every weekend as well, but the 18th is the big one for them. You know Notre Dame they have the number four class in, in the country right now. There's a ton of buzz around Notre Dame right now. They make the college football playoff. They just have nine more guys drafted. I think the name image likeness is a big deal for a place like Notre Dame, one of the more popular universities in the country from a fan standpoint and really the media. I mean, Notre Dame is still a lightning rod for the media. And so with that, it's a benefit for the players that that go there. I mean, I think you could legitimately say if a guy like Christian McCaffrey would have went to Notre Dame, you know, maybe he wins the Heisman Trophy with the same amount of production as he did at Stanford because he just would have had a little more coverage. Um, and so I think that that's a weekend for Notre Dame. Will they maintain a, a, a top 10 class? They're bringing in some of the best offensive linemen in the country, Joe Brunner, Emil Wagner, Carson Hinsman. They already have some talented offensive linemen committed. And, and, and those are, you know, some other major targets, Billy Shrout. And then uh, you know, Nicholas Singleton, they'll take their swing. Xavier Nwankpa, they'll take their swing as they battle Ohio State and A&M and, 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 and LSU and Clemson for him. And you know, they, they, they already landed a tight end, Eli Raritan, uh, this past weekend who, who's visiting. And I think they're trending for Holden stays as, as well. So, you know, Notre Dame, a lot of, a lot of good buzz around them. Uh, Michigan just had several guys drafted again, George Petaway, one of the headliners heading uh, to Ann Arbor that weekend, Georgia, they're going to finish number one for a third time in six years. I think this weekend we'll have a lot to say about that with guys like receiver, Evan Stewart, corner, Dalen Everett. And athlete Keon Saab um, and, and and then guys like Tyler Booker and Jihad Campbell coming to campus. They got a good shot at all those dudes. So uh, June 18th is going to be uber busy. You know, Texas has got, got a big weekend that weekend. It, it wasn't mentioned in the article, but um, I believe, you know, since then, and, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself because it's the 18th or the 25th. Alabama's having a monster weekend on the 25th. Not the they are they are bringing in some big time guys on the 18th though. Eni White and Zach Rice and Denied Dennis Sutton. So those last two weekends are going to be big for the Tide, Blair. We saw that Alabama got off to a, a slow start in the 2021 cycle and obviously finished with maybe one of the best recruiting classes of all time. But when you look at the timing of this, and, and given the fact that we understand that these recruiting classes will be smaller in numbers because not only is there a transfer portal now that, that people have to kind of take into account, but also the reduced scholarship numbers, I feel like the quicker recruits are able to get on campus and see some of these options and the quicker the coaches and the schools are able to see these recruits for the first time in in a while i think it's it's going to set up for some early commitments and that's why we're seeing official visits and, and the weekends being locked in as early as they have been there's going to be a ton of commitments in july and then we'll see who holds on to them 
during the fall. But I, I, I think these, you know, these kids are setting their visits up so they can make decisions before their senior year, partly. And then uh, the other part is they're just so excited to get out there and have this experience and that part of the process that they've been missing so much. And, and, and uh, for Alabama, they're just a school that is, is they're on the list. They have a chance to land the kid. If, even if they're fifth going into the five officials, you're one sit down conversation away with Nick Saban of changing your mind or, you know, just being influenced by what they've done and what they could potentially do for you. Yeah. And, and wrapping things up, Alabama's going to have a, a big week, uh, visit weekend that June 25th, along with Ohio state, who you mentioned Eni white uh, a moment ago, trying to get down to Alabama as well. It sounds like he will be in, in, in Columbus at the end of the month as well, along with a, a number of other top end prospects. Yeah, I like Alabama going into uh, Eni White's officials, but uh, you know the Buckeyes are in the middle of that one. I think Ohio State has a really good chance at Kristen Miller, Cam Dewberry, an offensive lineman from Texas, says Ohio State's the school that he's kind of always pulled for. Kenyatta Jackson's a defensive end from Florida, who they're near the top of the list with Oklahoma for. And the previously mentioned Omarion Hampton takes his official. He's also going to take one to Penn State along with Florida, as we mentioned. But I, I like North Carolina going into the trips right now. Chris McClellan uh, is a guy that we recently moved into the top 100, a defensive tackle from Owasso, Oklahoma. I actually thought before Oklahoma's spring game, Ohio State had the slight lead. I don't know if his self-guided visit for the Sooner spring game changed the pulse of that one. Uh, but if even regardless, Ohio State's in the top one or two for him. Uh, how about Gabriel Brownlow-Dindy, the five-star defensive lineman out of Lakeland, Florida, recently added to the list. A&M, Clemson, Oklahoma, certainly longtime players there near the top of the list, but he's a fitted Ohio State. He'll fit in with their players and their culture. So I'm interested to see, you know, what he thinks of Ohio State coming out. Steve, we're expecting a lot of commitments in, in July. So I'm I'm telling you right now, a second phone might be in, in, in the works for you. Blair, are you a two phone guy? I have been in the past and and that's why I'm telling I'm I'm advertising it to you. Um, it's it's very useful. Uh, not only can you start texting and 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 you know check emails and do that while you're on the phone, um, but you're I mean it, it allows you to have kind of a separate work area um, and all in 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 your pocket. Uh, obviously, it's tough to carry both of them at the same time, but uh, I have been a two phone guy in the past. Well, I've gotten by with one, so I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> hey, it's gotten you here, Steve. Uh, we really appreciate you hopping on the podcast and, and can't wait to do it again. Yep. Take care, y'all. All right. That is Steve Wolfong. You can read him over at 247sports.com. He is the director of recruiting. That'll do it for us this week. Remember to check back the website throughout the weekend. Uh, there's going to be a big camp out in Southern California, especially after the high school season, the abbreviated senior season for a lot of the players in the spring. Uh, and you can check all the latest, the recruiting scoop, the information, the top performers, everything over at 247sports.com. Check you guys again next week here on the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.